Hi, and welcome back to Point of View, the Daily Utah Chronicles opinion podcast. My name is Stevie, and I'll be your host. Today, opinion writer Jeffrey Langley Jr. is sitting down to talk about Christian nationalism and its effect on the religious sphere in Utah. Hi, Jeffrey, and welcome to the podcast. It's nice to be here, and I'm really excited to talk about this pressing issue. Awesome. So, Jeffrey, what is Christian nationalism? Yeah, so Christian nationalism is a political and cultural ideology that posits, basically, uh, that the founders of the United States intended for it to be a Christian nation. And historians kind of place this um, ideology coming up around 1830, uh, when we kind of needed a justification for American imperialism and uh, westward expansion. Uh, Today, several... Uh, right-wing lawmakers and pundits have co-opted this ideology using the same sort of claims about Christianity's influence on the United States uh, and its government to justify their contemporary actions and beliefs. But it's important to say, however, that this ideology is in no way grounded in any serious uh, religious tradition um, and is in no way representative of the beliefs of the average Christian or LDS churchgoer. Uh, Instead, Christianity, uh, it uses Christianity as an identity marker and the Bible as a proof text, similar to how European nationalists use Northern European heritage, Nazism, and uh, Norse mythology to kind of uh, cloak their political goals. So what are the effects of Christian nationalism on minorities and those who aren't Christian? So the main effect uh, that this ideology is having on minorities or those who just don't subscribe to Christian uh, belief, uh, period, uh, I would argue is alienation. Uh, since the 2016 election, we've seen a tremendous pushback from a subset of conservatives against uh, much of the recent social progress uh, made for uh, causes like reproductive rights and groups like the LGBTQIA+. Uh, And by doing this, Christian nationalists attempt to drive people back into submission or the closet. Um, And yeah, it's just they're trying to reestablish their uh, dominant position in the social hierarchy. Uh, We also have seen an increase of violence against minorities at home and abroad. Uh, For example, Christian nationalism was a confirmed motivator for the Christchurch and Buffalo shooters. Uh, These two shootings were also ideologically connected to the 2019 El Paso shooting, uh, which was primarily motivated by great replacement conspiracy theories, which, of course, has uh, connections to Christian nationalism. But a lot of this violence and uh, arson and other crimes fly fly under the radar. Uh, So it's difficult to say just how much uh, Christian nationalism has... um, damaged uh, the safety of um, minorities in the United States. <clears throat> and the, the bad thing is about Christian nationalism and a lot of far-right ideologies in general is that the internet, uh, especially on message boards like 4chan, are known to manufacture and spread a lot of rumors about uh, minority groups. Um, and it's, it's even worse uh, given that mass media-driven Uh, pundits and uh, lawmakers have uh, taken it upon themselves to do what is called stochastic terrorism, uh, which is pretty much when 
a news anchor or uh, writer uses pretty much uh, falsified information to uh, pretty much sow the seed for um, suppression and uh, violence, which is a really, really potent way to uh, attack minorities, given that there's no real a verbal cue that um, tells us that, hey, this is actually promoting violence, but it's, it's difficult to really pin it down for some. Of course, when we're talking about uh, experts in this area, it's a little easier to see. And you mentioned a few places where it can be seen around the U.S. Where can Christian nationalism be seen in Utah? Yeah, sure. So on the ground level, you know, and even on campus, we're seeing a lot of groups uh, promote um, and tout tenets of Christian nationalism. Uh, YAF and Turning Point USA, for example, have um, been shown to openly uh, promote these sorts of ideologies. And uh, they've also demonized minorities like YAF, as some people know or may know, uh, have been doing the same for trans people on campus, which uh, just shows how um, prevalent these sorts of ideologies can get um, right under our noses. And unfortunately, a handful of legislators have also begun to sponsor several bills with pretty blatant uh, groundings in Christian nationalism. And uh, for me personally, I believe that HB 269 is the most blatant example of this. And what is HB 269? What's its importance to Utah? So yeah, HB 269, which was uh, sponsored by Representative Michael Peterson, is a bill that would practically mandate public schools uh, to display a King's James version of the Ten Commandments in their schools. Um, this is pretty much identical to one or a bill introduced uh, in Texas last year. Uh, it's down to the measurements and the language and um, all sorts of stuff like that. And there are some key differences, uh, like the amount of posters that are needed to be displayed in the school. And uh, but unlike any, many other bills, uh, this bill is pretty clearly. Um, open about what it's trying to do, and that's establish Christianity as the promoted religion of the state of Utah. And not only this, but it really demonstrates the importance that Christian nationalists put on inserting themselves into our public education system, which has been seen and uh, noticed by a lot of experts uh, relating to the field of um, religious um, ideology and its effect on the public sphere. And you mentioned in your article that this bill would never feasibly pass, HB 269. Um, why did Peterson still present the bill despite its unconstitutional nature? Yeah, so as a journalist, I, I'm not really at liberty to speculate exactly why, uh, but many do feel that these bills are fundamentally trying to um, justify and a normalized Christian dominance within our public sphere. And honestly, though, I think that the real issue besides any of the underlying issues that we should really be looking at is um, the fact that it's just a waste of time. Honestly, uh, we know that it's not going to pass. Um, legal experts, the public are all pretty unanimous about that. Um, and we have one of the shortest legislative sessions in the country here in Utah. 
And to take like even a day away from, you know, discussing a serious issue or a, um, a bill that talks about a serious issue is to just really detriment our uh, populace. And I think it's a really irresponsible thing to do as a legislator. So I know you mentioned it a little bit, but what have locals and professors had to say about this bill and about Christian nationalism in general? Yeah, so to my understanding, where bills like these are presented, uh, parents, religious leaders, and legal professionals, like I said earlier, are all reasonably united against any sort of involvement of religion in governance. Uh, a lot of conservatives, and uh, might I add that this pretty small amount of conservatives are pretty sympathetic about um, Christian nationalist ideas. Uh, but like I said earlier too, it's frankly not backed by any serious understanding of religion or law. Uh, in the academic world, I've spoken to Daniel McClellan pretty um, extensively, and he's a local biblical scholar, academic and content creator who focuses on the academic study of the Bible. Um, and his opinion on the bill is pretty similar to mine. Uh, he believes that it's practically um, just a show of identity politics with uh, Christian nationalism and that Christian nationalism itself has no theological foundation and is primarily being used to establish uh, social dominance over disadvantaged groups. How does Christian nationalism and bills like HB 269 affect students at the U and why should they care? Yeah, it, it might not be at first obvious why, you know, just the average college student should care, but it's vital to understand that with, in addition to other um, right-wing ideologies, um, Christian nationalism uh, doesn't stop at achieving one goal. It will push and push and push until there's nothing left but a Christian identity. And usually that goes along with white identity as well. Um, and that's why, especially like cisgendered people should, um, in the LGBTQIA+, should be concerned about uh, trans people getting attacked because, you know, today it might be just trans people, but tomorrow it could just as easily be uh, gay people, lesbians, or bisexuals. And the same uh, can be said about the um, other situations going on in the legislature where DEI organizations on college campuses are being uh, pretty openly attacked by our state. And, you know, with um, Christian nationalist ideas being normalized in our legislature, uh, it could just as easily be uh, our religious liberty here on public college campuses. So, Well, thank you so much, Jeffrey, for coming on the podcast to talk about this topic. Do you have any other final thoughts? Yeah, and I would like to say, like, as someone who isn't religious, um, I don't want to come across as somebody who's, like, demonizing Christians. I think that religion really offers um, solace for people and uh, emotional support. And Christian nationalism really doesn't harp on any of the ideas that, you know, a majority of religious people will be uh, in support of. And I really have the utmost respect for religious leaders, scholars, and lawmakers who are standing up to this ideology and keeping true to what is most loving, accepting, and tolerant about our society and their respective religions. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Jeffrey.
Thank you for listening to Point of View, the Daily Utah Chronicles opinion podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes coming each month.